Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Indie Miss Podcast. My name is Olivia, and today we are going to be talking about three ways to make designer slash client relationships work. I'm hoping that you guys are going to enjoy this one, and let's get right onto it. So here's the thing, you've got a client and you're very excited to get started on your project. The first few stages are all out fine, but you notice your relationship becoming quite strained. You find yourself wanting to speak with your client less and less and you just want the project to be done with, right? You may have finished the job, but how did your relationship with your client fare? This dynamic could be very powerful if handled correctly. And it doesn't require a magician to keep things running smoothly between the two of you. What does it take to make this relationship, or any other relationship in fact, work at the utmost top condition? Tip number one, communicate continuously. As a designer, when you've got the green light to start working, it doesn't mean that you speed up so fast, there's no time for pit stops. I get it, you're a free spirit whose creativity shouldn't be confined to a box, but you're 50% responsible for delivering the project as best you can. You're part of a team of yourself and your client. Be open to that person and make sure you're both on the same page. Keep each other in the loop of whatever developments happen. That doesn't mean staying connected 24-7 of course, but major movements need to be reported. Now as a client, giving the designer a green light doesn't mean you can just sit back and give the whole task solely in the hands of your employed worker. Yes, while the whole point of you getting someone to work on it was for you to be able to relax and be worry-free, you handle 50% of the success of the relationship too. Staying in the loop allows you to work on developing the project together um, and making necessary adjustments that will benefit both you and the designer. Okay, so we've tackled that, but here's the thing. Lack of communication often leads to misunderstandings. It causes I told you so's and generally a sour relationship between both parties. Instead of having an awesome project, which you both can be proud of, either one or both of you may feel cheated or feel they've wasted time on it. Most problems come from the fact that there was no communication in the duration of the project and the expectation that the designer should know what to do or the lament that the client wasn't very clear about what was going to be, you know, what was going to happen in the next development stages could have been avoided altogether. Number two, set expectations. While we're on the subject of expectations, I like to say that it's better to set these before the project even begins. And the more detailed, the better. I'm sure you already know this, but setting expectations help put milestones on the map and both parties are then able to see the roadmap more clearly. Expectations help make the blueprint of the whole engagement. You know what's expected of you as a designer and you're clear on what you need from the designer as a client. And anyone can look back on that list further down the timeline and not get lost in terms of what they need to deliver and what um, has been done already. 
So as someone who's been doing professional freelance design work for four to six years now, I've experienced clients who have no idea what they should expect. And in that case, it's our role as designers to educate them. This will make things easier for us free-spirited people. Because once we're clear on each other's expectations, only then can we actually use our creativity to execute it as we see fit. When we do video or voice calls over Skype, um, you know, most clients are foreign employers, um, at least on my end, and they finish giving, you know, after they finish giving a very vague brief of what they want done, I go over what they've mentioned. Um, for example, uh, if someone wanted an animated video done with quote unquote pictures and a character in it, I go back and ask what they mean exactly. Is it a video that's two-dimensional or three-dimensional? What's their general idea of pictures with a character and so on? More often, all they want is an infographic with moving pictures and not a fully animated character. Again, we have to go back to item number one, which is communication. Alright, number three. Understand where both parties are coming from. Okay, look, we're very impatient people, right? And we tend to get impatient with others who don't understand what we're saying. And that happens even in normal conversations. More so in this dynamic. Often, clients who want some design work done have no idea how to call something so trivial to us. And we involuntarily widen the gap between us and the client by perceiving them as idiots. Sorry for the term. But we've got to understand that they didn't study fine arts or get a degree in design to learn the jargon. They wouldn't know the difference between raster and vector images even if they went to the best university in the country. It's not their chosen discipline. Alright, get that over your head. It's also the same for us designers. If we are employed by a businessman, we also wouldn't know jargon related to their field. If they looked like idiots to us for not knowing color theory, we'll look like idiots to them for not knowing simple business terminology. We've all got our strengths, and the reason why they come to us for design help is ultimately because they know we know what we're doing. We also go to other professions for help in their related areas like a doctor or a veterinarian, for example. See, patience goes a long way in making relationships work, and that applies to the work dynamic too. Don't get tired of interacting with your client or your designer. The more you start getting fed up by the other, that emotion will rub off on them. It's a cycle, really. Be more understanding of each other's shortcomings. Give it time as long as that time doesn't hurt the deadline. So that ends episode three, how to make designer-client relationships work. I hope you got a thing or two from this and be able to use that in future engagements, future um, business partnerships or relationships. Um, and if you want me to talk about more career-related items, please do feel free to um, hit me up on any of my socials. I'll leave them in the link or like in the description. You can also find me on Twitter at O-L-I-V-I-A-P-E-N-E-R-O and send me a message there. I'd really love to keep doing this and I hope to see you around. And again, till next time, have a good one.